Carter. I'm Eloa. And I'm Erin. And if you don't know three black bitches who love true crime, you do now. This is the I Ain't a Killer podcast. Hey y'all. Hey. Hey. Welcome back. Another week of us talking shit <laughs> about, about criminals. Yes. As if we would never do it. And we wouldn't. Yeah, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to add that disclaimer there. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think we have any like specific announcements we need to make. Yeah, no. Not that I can think of. Yeah. I guess we can say that like, um, in December, well, the end of December, we're going to be taking a break just for holidays and stuff. It oh, would have been... I completely forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do have enough. Um, it was just getting complicated trying to figure out who's going to be in town, whatever, and we just overall need a break. So we'll have this episode, another episode next week, and then one last episode the week after that. And then we'll be back in the new year. Yeah. Yeah. I know y'all need a break, too. I don't want to be... <laughs> Like Christmas Day and listening to stories about right. money. Or you could, like, re-listen, I don't know. <laughs> Go back to some older episodes. Right. Back before we figured out how to um, work a mic. <laughs> Not episode one. <laughs> Every episode, we was like, y'all, we got it together. We finally did it. Right. <laughs> um, so, I guess current and crime. What do we got? Current crime. Okay. So, this current crime is taking place... Liverpool, so the UK, England, I think so. somewhere I'm over there already. Europe somewhere is across speaking. the path, the pond, <laughs> as they say. Um, I saw this on Twitter. Just popped up in my notifications because Twitter knows how I get down now. So they target me with like <laughs> the graphic, weird and creepy. Uh, it says cannibal killer Robert John Maudsley set to die in underground glass box for his crimes. Known as Britain's most dangerous prisoner, the Liverpool man has been branded Hannibal Lecter after killing sex offenders in a series of attacks that sent chills down people's spines. Robert Mosley spends 23 hours a day locked alone inside a glass box beneath Wakefield Prison with a concrete slab to sleep on, a table and chair made of compressed cardboard, and a toilet and sink bolted to the floor. Well, I did not what? read this. <laughs> what? I was going to say, it's giving X-Men, but I'm scared. Like a glass, but so what does he see around? Like just dirt? Exactly. Is he buried in dirt? <laughs> the picture looks. I mean, it looks like a regular prison cell from the picture that I see right here. But I don't know. I guess maybe the part that they look into is glass. I don't know. Maybe it's like a basement. Maybe it's giving you. Um, oh, okay, a basement. I just assumed it was like in the ground. In the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, believed to be too dangerous to mix with prisoners and guards, the now 68-year-old Maltzley murdered his first victim when he was just 21. And they say he murdered sex offenders? Yeah. Sex offenders. Mm-hmm. It's an odd twist. It is. It is. Look at some more. Okay, so it's a thread. Um, Robert Maltzley was branded Hannibal Lecter and made a name for himself by killing child molesters in a series of attacks that sent chills down people's spines. See, it's clips. So why is he locked up? Right. Why is he locked up like that? Right. Like, I mean, he did eat them. Oh, oh gross. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. We forgot about the Hannibal Lecter part. <laughs> I'm confused. I know because he's a fucking animal. Why is he in jail? <laughs> I thought he was like a 
Kudos. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's been in prison since 1974 and locked inside a specially constructed 5.5 meter by 4.5 meter bulletproof glass cage since 1983. That's a really long time. Wow. I wonder what his psyche's <clears throat> like now. Right. The fourth of 12 children, Mosley spent his early years in a Catholic orphanage at Nazareth House before his parents were claimed him at eight years old. Back with his parents, he suffered years of violent abuse at the hands of his mm. father, egged on by his mother. Startlingly, 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 similar to his current fate, Mosley once spent, spent six months locked in a room, his only contact being with his father who'd come to beat him several times a day. What the fuck? Oh, he had a, like a personal vendetta against these mm-hmm. sex yeah. offenders. As a 16-year-old, he fell down the hole of drug addiction and turned to sex work to earn, to earn money. It was here he met his first victim in 1974. Mosley mm. garroted his client, John Farrell's death. What is garroting? Oh, I don't know. That's, how, that's the word they use. It's oh, yeah. a UK word. Kill someone by strangulation, typically with an iron collar or a length of wire or cord. That is a specific. It is what? Yeah. Why do they, they have, have words for that? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> UK. That is. <laughs> and it's so weird because everything else in the UK is like, oh, these aren't biscuits. These are diddly bops. They eat beans on toast for you know what I mean, like that, yeah. and then they have a word like that's some <laughs> that's some hardcore shit. UK is like hardcore. It is, but like we, well, not we, but the America came from the UK. Every time I think about that, it's just so because our cultures are so extremely different, very yeah. different. so different. Because they try too hard to like separate from them. But y'all, y'all ain't fooling nobody with these um, weird ass words. Y'all are hardcore. Well, he garroted him to death after the man showed him photos of children he'd abused, mm. which is wild. We just pulled up in 1974 with like polaroids of kids you hurt. Fucking weirdo. Mm-hmm. Declared unfit to stand trial and sent away with the recommendation that he'd never be released. Mosley was locked up in Broodmore Hospital, home to some of Britain's most dangerous criminals. Three years later, he and fellow prisoner David Cheeseman barricaded themselves inside a room with tied-up child molester David Francis. The pair tortured Francis to death before dangling his body for prison guards to see. Wow. Charged with manslaughter, Mosley was moved to the maximum, maximum security Wakefield Prison in Yorkshire, where he found his two final victims. In a murderous rage on July 29, 1978, Mosley first strangled and stabbed Salmi Darwood, a 46-year-old who was locked up for killing his wife. After hiding Darwood's body under a bed, he then creeped into the cell of Bill Roberts, 56, who had sexually abused a seven-year-old girl. He stabbed Roberts, hacked his skull with a makeshift dagger, and smashed his head against the wall. Jesus. Of course, at the time of his murders, claimed he left a spoon in the skull of his second victim, who was missing part of his brain. A spoon? But an autopsy letter said that that was incorrect. Okay. uh I do that. I was holding my breath the entire time. What was the point? <laughs> Not Aaron O'Connor. <laughs> the Aaron O'Connor. But that's when he got the nickname Hannibal the Cannibal. So did he? Eat so them he didn't not? eat them. During, I mean, there was some violent deaths, but yeah, no, he didn't. It doesn't sound like he ate them. During his final trial in 1979, Mosley claimed he was thinking of his parents during his vigilante violence, mm. wishing he had killed them in 1970. Mm. So if it's if he didn't really eat them. Is it like free my man's? Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like why is he in this box? I mean, 
Yeah, he did, he did some violent stuff, but I feel like the way that they're keeping him is is extreme. Extremely extreme. Yeah. It's very extreme. I mean, because we know that solitary confinement literally like changes your your brain chemistry, and right? And, and they it doesn't say, offer any type of rehabilitation. No. Mm-hmm. And for decades, he's been in that box since eighty eighty three, wasn't it? Fuck. It's two thousand twenty one. No sunlight. Wait, so they're gonna suffocate him in it? I need more answers. Huh? Because that's what the title was originally, right? All right, y'all. We'll be right back after we pay some bills. Are you a huge cunt? Us too. Wait, can we even say cunt? Of course. It's empowering these days. Cunt, 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 cunt. I'm Ange Ballastone, a.k.a. The Drag Queen, Fat Girl Gina. And I'm Mike Fails, just a normal gay guy, I guess. And we're the hosts of The Big Cunty Couch, a gorgeous new talk show podcast where we invite queers and peers to sit, bitch, and be fierce on a huge-ass couch while we gab about all things gay. So come get cozy and cunty with us. We're pan for platforms, so find us anywhere online and get listening, sweetie. Or watching. Or both. Otherwise, why the hell am I in full drag? And we'll see you on The Big Cunty... Oh, wait. I thought we were going to say that together. No. On the big c***y couch. Mwah. I thought they were just gonna. I don't know. It's the UK girl. I don't know. What <laughs> <laughs> I know about the evil where I stay. Well, I don't. I don't know what not where you stay. So all like <laughs> he begged the court to allow him to die in two thousand before writing a series of letters. Hmm. He wrote, "What purpose is served by keeping me locked up twenty three hours a day? Why even bother to feed me and to give me one hour's." One hour's exercise a day. Who am I actually a risk to? Yeah, torturing him. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it, it feels that way. To name somebody a cannibal is a, a strong thing to do. You yeah. better be 100% sure that that person is eating people before you call them a cannibal. Yeah. Now this man goes by Hannibal Lecter and he didn't even eat anybody? Apparently wild the story is wild the article's really long we'll put it on the instagram but there's a little more detail some of the letters he's written and things like that but yeah they locked this man up for 23 hours a day in a glass box underneath the prison well he's literally begging to die though which i mean i get it yeah being underground i'm surprised he can even like get himself together enough to ask to die like to like write letters Mm -hmm. didn't the actual hannibal Lecter wasn't he also in a glass box Oh, wow. Hold on. I don't know anything about that. Or the movie. I don't know. Is Hannibal Lecter a real person? <laughs> or am I thinking of I've never movie? seen Hannibal or any of that stuff. Just, I'm so scared. Yeah, really? that's why I don't know. I love scary movies. Mm-hmm. I love scary movies, but like something about being eaten is just like, that's like a whole other fear for me. So I saw recently an article where like, I gotta look it up before I start talking about it. But basically it was like, Tofu that's supposed to imitate human flesh for people okay. that are curious about cannibals. No. <laughs> uh-uh. That's a gateway drug. Count, I don't give a fuck. Count me all the way the fuck out. Like, like, <laughs> if I worked at a grocery store and somebody put that shit down on my conveyor belt, like, nah, please. No, I'm, like, no. <laughs> I'm not selling this to you. I'm not. No. I'm and and you will not be having this. Right? <laughs> I'm not even working at the grocery store where they sell the shit. Like, what is going on? Right. Why do we stock this? Ew. People who are curious. You better order that shit off of fucking Amazon, bitch. Get that shit shipped straight, straight to your house. Cause... Or, I mean, people eat animal brains. Just do that. Right. right. But even then, <laughs> yeah, they call it sweet bread. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know specifically what part of the brain it is, but I want to say it's the medulla avogadra. And it's, uh, yeah, it's 
called Super. Vegan cannibals rejoice. There's finally a plant-based version of human flesh. What? What the fuck is a vegan cannibal? <laughs> what? Oh, it's like, um... It's like fucking Twilight. Like, how they, they're quote-unquote vegetarian. <laughs> they be chewing on animals and shit. Yeah. I need somebody to answer for this. <laughs> right? I don't accept this. Yeah, so they call it hufu. <laughs> no, marketed cannibals who want to quit. Is this, this real? This no. is a. We have a real. Should this be a crime? But this is a mini because yeah, this, this shit really is. is a crime <laughs> for real. We don't ask if this should be a crime. <laughs> I don't have to ask. What? Oh, fuck no. Let us know what y'all think <laughs> in the comments. <laughs> There's this movie that I just saw. Um, I want to say it's called, like, um, oh, my goodness. I, I don't know exactly what it's called, but it's a French film. It came out, like, I think last year or a couple of years ago. And it's this girl. She's at this veterinary school. Mm-hmm. And she's a vegetarian. Like, she doesn't fuck with meat at all. She doesn't want anything touching her food that's meat or anything like that. But mm-hmm. as a part of their initiation, they have to, they have to like, eat a rabbit kidney. For the yeah, for the it's like a tradition for the veterinary school, and okay. be and once she tastes that, it like fucks up her whole like. It's called blood, I think, or something like that. Yeah, it's like something like the no the poster is her having like a nosebleed, but everything that happens afterward is bananas. Like that shit is so fucking wild, and I don't know. I've never seen anything like that because you know, like European horror is different. Like mm-hmm. they yeah, they take their time with that shit, and it's really gonna stick with you. So yeah, no. If y'all want to watch it, you should. Well, I know you. you I'll read a Wikipedia. It's a thrill. It's more of a thriller than it is. It's not scary. It's a. It's definitely a psychological thriller. That's still scary. <laughs> so I will not be partaking. But <laughs> I'll read an article about it. Okay. Um. We'll be back with the main story. All right, we're back with the main story. This one is uh, another suggestion from Kitty Dawson. Hey, Um, Kitty. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for this suggestion because it shaved some time off of my search. So, yeah. Uh, It is a little bit on the shorter end, but it is very interesting, I think. Uh, So content warnings, uh, murder. And that's all I can think of. Capitalism, because you know niggas gotta work. Um, <laughs> specifically, abuse of like sex workers. Uh, that's pretty much it. That's all. Yeah. All right. So uh, this is the story of Donald Lang. Uh, he um, was born in well, nineteen forty-five, but his birthday I could not find an exact birthday, so I can't find this zodiac sign. Sorry, for that. damn. But he was born in Chicago. And it's believed that he lost his hearing at the age of about six months after a high, uh, a high fever and uh, a fall from his crib. It is so wild to me. Sorry. I know we just got started, but it's no, no, okay, that a fever can cause you to lose your hearing. Yes. That's, that's so yeah. scary. It is terrifying. You know what else is scary? SIDS. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And nobody even knows what that's caused by. I'm like, how is that possible in this day and age? Yeah. Like, for, for something to happen and no one knows what? Yeah. Uh, I think the fever thing is what happened to um, Helen Keller. Helen Keller, yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't it just violently racist? I mean, it's not that surprising. But. Honestly, I have not done any research over that because when I read the headline, I just hopped off Twitter. <laughs> I was like, "Ain't no fucking way this is real. The bitch ain't never seen a black person before." <laughs> 
how the fuck are you racist? Like, I'm not even trying to, like, I promise you, um, I, I'm, say, I'm not trying to be ableist. No. But I'm just like, <laughs> that is wild though. You, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's wild to me how anti-blackness seeps into other intersections because it's like you've never seen or heard anything about us before or about black people. What is it about black people that annoys you so much that you can hate black people and you don't even... You haven't even experienced the interaction. Right. You know what I mean? In, the, mm-hmm. in that way, it's not like, oh, black people be eating fried chicken and watermelon. Like, you don't. How you know that, girl? Like, did you stop? I'm just. I don't know. That that shit hurt me. So I just hopped on Twitter because she was one of my heroes growing up. I'm like, she persevered. Same. Everyone, yeah, everyone's like, hero. her. Right, and then didn't she get like her master's or something or her PhD? She was very educated. I wow. can't remember. The anti-blackness is fucking real, and it's everywhere. But anyway, back to the story. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so he was, um, he lost his uh, hearing at about six months from his fever. Um, but his family was too poor to afford, um, you know, like social and, it says social and educational intervention. So like mm-hmm. getting him braille and like sign language and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then when he was six, his parents got divorced. So that made the economic situation even worse. And so he just stopped going to school altogether and stopped training. He couldn't really communicate outside of like simple gestures and things mm, like that. That's so, so yeah. Um, it says that he didn't, he didn't learn uh, American Sign Language or lip reading. So his only means of communication was um, crude line drawings and like little small gestures with people in his community. Um, despite this, he appears to have been a happy, reasonably bright child who was fortunate enough not to fall victim to the bullying and psychological warfare that so many quote-unquote different children must endure. Uh, He went to work on the loading docks when he was grown, and there he proved himself to be dependable, hardworking, and was well-liked by his fellow laborers. The trouble started one evening in late November of 1965, when a 37-year-old sex worker, Ernestine Williams, was, um, she was walking the block, she was on the corner, um, on the south side of Chicago. Uh, witnesses saw a young black man approach her. Um, they noticed that he was deaf. Um, maybe he was making like some sort of gestures, or I think like maybe someone spoke to him and like he couldn't necessarily hear. But they did identify him as deaf, and uh, he put his hand up to her crotch. And then he held up 10 fingers. So they took that to mean that, like, oh, like, trying to solicit. Yeah, can I, what can I get for $10, basically? Um, Donald Lang's work friends had taught him the concept of money and had also introduced him to the practice of hiring sex workers. So they think that that's where he learned that when he approached Ernestine. Ernestine agreed and they left the bar together. Um, but she wasn't seen again till the next morning when she was found stabbed to death in an outdoor stairwell. Oof. Yeah. After a witness uh, told Chicago police Lang had been the last person to be with Williams, they located him in his home, uh, which was a public housing apartment. So I'm not sure what the legal ramifications are around public housing, but I think they could just bust in whenever they want to because mm-hmm. it's public. Like, I feel like if they was like to do check ins or something like that, they could probably just go to the leasing office and be like, hey, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But is it like public housing, like a halfway house, or is it like a shelter situation? Uh, I don't know. I think it was more so a, a, a shelter situation. Nothing implied that he had been in like a halfway house or like transitional housing or anything like that. So I think that's what it was. 
Um, it says, oh yeah, it says that he stayed there with a younger sister and older brother. Okay. So yeah, I think it was like just um, like probably Section Eight or something like that. Um, so it says Donald Lang was quickly identified as the deaf man seen with her at the bar, and then he was arrested. Um, taken to the scene where the body was found, Donald demonstrated to the officers how he attacked the woman and then had thrown her body down the stairs. Oh, damn. damn. He lie. Yeah, he wasn't even trying. He was like, oh yeah, I did this shit. Like, it's... What? And the funny thing is, uh, they talk about this later, but he was not, he was, he didn't have like a learning disability. Yeah, I was going to say, did he have any developmental issues? That's not what they assessed. So I wonder why he would even... He like he was deaf and he didn't know any gestures and things like that. So um, yeah, everybody you know like the detectives are wondering like why is he being so forthcoming? But okay, cool. They took that as a confession, and they charged him with murder. Um, police found bloodstained clothes at his home uh, when they went back and searched. So he didn't do any like recon. Like he didn't try to clean up. Didn't try to burn anything. I wonder anything like if that. since he can't communicate with people and, and it's hard for people to communicate with him if he just literally did not know what could have happened to him right like like I'm didn't fully thinking. understand like how serious it was right so yeah. i'm like why would you why would you tell the police yeah yeah i killed somebody yeah i'm very confused yeah and it doesn't sound like it was like a remorse thing like he was so horrified that he did this and he like wanted to be punished or anything it just sounds like right he just said it right yeah, I was confused when I read that too, uh, Carter. I was like, huh? I had to go back and read it a couple times because I'm like, they came to your house. Usually they have to like beat a confession out of these people. And the, even if they find evidence. And back then they didn't even have DNA. Right. So not even trying to be on some like, you know, accomplish shit, but like you could have really got away with this shit if you, you know, had just not said anything. But he did. Damn. And they charged him with murder. Um, when they found the clothes took that in as evidence and um but i mean it can't be tested so it's just like whatever that was pretty much like their entire evidence because he couldn't speak and he couldn't do the judge i mean he couldn't um speak, speak sign language yeah um the officers realized that his communication difficulties were beyond their scope of experience so a lawyer named lowell myers was appointed to represent lang uh, myers was deaf himself and he specialized in deaf clients and issues that's dope. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, he attempted to communicate with Lang, but soon realized that his client was mute and illiterate, uh, unable to use sign language or read lips. Mm. Um, he only repeated the same gestures as before, adding a stabbing motion, which the officers believed was a confession. But Myers felt that maybe he was trying to tell them that he saw a murder. Mm. Uh, or like maybe that he was like, present or something like that. And okay. then he was like imitating like what the person had done which kind of makes sense to me because it's like yeah that would be that would be the reason why he was like so, so calm yeah, so calm yeah calm. that makes so much more sense and so ready to tell them like what had happened um i can't imagine how isolating it would mm-hmm. be to like not be able to speak or sign or write mm-hmm. or read i like, can't imagine any of the things have you ever like um gone like a good amount of your day and just not talked yes mm-hmm. just because you, you don't interact with anybody else there's just no reason to mm-hmm. and you think like damn like i didn't talk at all today yeah and it, i'm like thinking about that and being forced to be in that state yeah. for your whole life right. i can't even imagine that's no probably like to right to, 
gain accessibility like mm-hmm. at all. I mean, because he didn't have any resources, that leads me to believe that there were no other deaf people in his community. Probably, yeah. 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 Damn. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, he attempted to communicate with Lang, but soon realized his client was mute and uh, ambulator unable to use sign. Uh, he only repeated the same gestures as before, adding a stabbing motion, um, leading him to believe that someone else had committed the crime. After much legal wrangling, the charge was reduced and Lang was confined in several institutions for the deaf and for the mentally impaired. Um, When the case could not go to trial, Lang was ordered confined to a mental hospital in order to learn sign language so that he could stand trial. Mm. When this failed, his lawyer pressed for um, his lawyer pressed for a trial. um, But their key witness, I guess, like the person who realized that you know like this deaf person is a tr- approaching Aaron's team they died during the trial God damn. so the case got dismissed altogether and he was freed that following year uh, in 1971 okay, okay. Um, and then he re- went right back to what he was doing before he was um he worked on a dock loading trucks and so the same people I guess like the same people who he had grown up with who you know had taught him those gestures and to you know approach you know sex workers and stuff like that he went right back Okay, so in July of 1972, uh, again on the south side of Chicago, Lang was observed checking into a by-the-hour motel with a sex worker named Earlene Brown. She was 39 years old. Uh, He went downstairs later and left, but Earlene never appeared. The next couple to use the room found her in the closet, badly beaten and strangled to death. Okay. Yeah, so (laughs) now we get to the... Now we get into this pattern, but she's also the second person and it never gets to three. So he was never like, I don't think he was ever officially classified as a serial killer. Mm -hmm. Um, Lang was again identified as the man seen with the woman just before her death and was arrested. Um, This time the evidence was overwhelming. There was a blood, there was blood on Lang's sock. And then when he saw the detectives notice it, he rolled the sock from top down to cover up the blood stain on his So sock. he knew it was wrong. Yeah. So at this point... I mean, because I'm like, you gotta logically know that killing somebody is wrong. But I'm like, trying to wrap my mind around what it would be like to not be able to communicate with the outside world and like how that may change your perception of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been really hard for me to try to reconcile those two things. So... Right. He knew it was wrong. That... Okay. Yeah. yeah. Maybe after having gone through the first situation, he was like, okay... Like, I've been institutionalized because of this other thing that I did. Maybe initially he didn't understand, like, how bad it was. But then after going through, like, the trial and, well, potential trial in the mental institution, he's like, okay, if I kill somebody, this is what happens. Right. So then when he got caught... It's like, I don't want to go back. Yeah. So maybe that's what it was? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because, I don't know, folding your sock down, that's a very... I don't don't want to say that's like a... I don't know, amateur or rookie mistake or something like that. It's just, it's very careless mm-hmm. to leave the, to, to still wear the clothes that you were ran, wearing when you did this thing. Yeah. So it's like, I wonder what was going through his head. Um, but yeah, he definitely saw that and was like, oh shit, like they gonna lock me up again. Um, he says his face was also badly scratched and his right hand appeared injured as might be expected when a small person or a small man, um, Fights to death with a much bigger woman with, quote-unquote, wicked fingernails. So I'm guessing, like, she had claws and she was, like, 
fighting this nigga to the death. Um, and the most damning piece of evidence was that Lang drew a figure of Erlene um, in her big Afro hairstyle. And he crossed her out. <laughs> and they they put that as evidence as well. Like what they took the that world? as a as well. Yeah. And that's why I said, like, it's so the story is so confusing because they say, they say that he has normal intelligence. They say that he doesn't have like a learning disability or anything like that. I mean, obviously, um, other than the fact that he didn't have the resources to gain like literacy and stuff like that. But I am so intrigued. I would love to like know or read a study about like the ramifications of that kind of like forced isolation i guess mm-hmm. like on somebody's psyche because like i need to know more i have so many questions right because what why would you draw her and exit out that's just, like, <laughs> i feel like there's just no way he doesn't have any type of developmental things yeah like this was in what the 50s at this point 50s 60s 70s, yeah, 70s. Like 70s. so I maybe like that, yeah maybe they just didn't have the resources to truly or like the language yeah to name it for yeah what it was. because that has to not being able to speak or here has to translate yeah developmentally yeah. yeah it's weird because this is during a time when they were quick and still are quick to say that black men are uh, have de- developmental issues mm-hmm. you know they're quick to say that like oh so-and-so has like defiance disorder you know, mm-hmm. put them in iss in school so it's weird that like this black kid or grown up to be this black man is not quickly identified as somebody who has a disorder when they you literally used to do that shit all the time and, and throw them in described as bright which is interesting to mm-hmm. me this is why i'm like i need to know like i need to read the study yeah. what if they autopsied him mm-hmm. like his brain right maybe this is their way of um he's not yeah maybe this is their way of like getting him for the crimes mm-hmm. like they know if they recognized his um disabilities that maybe he wouldn't be charged as harshly or whatever yeah i don't know or maybe it does cause some type of psychosis to be that isolated. It has to. Yeah. It has to. to I mean, it's the same so. with, I mean, maybe the study is um, people that are in um, isolation in jails. Like solitary. Yeah. Like, I mean, that could be it. Yeah. I mean, but they can even speak. Yeah, they want to speak too. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I felt uh, earlier when you were like, uh, have you ever gone like all day without saying anything? Uh-huh. When I first moved by myself, I literally went that first, like, three days without speaking at all. Mm-hmm. And it felt so weird to hear my own voice again. Like, mm-hmm. on that fourth day, I think, like, Kay called me or some shit. I was like, <laughs> like So I can definitely see how, like, it changes the way you think about, like, you know, your, and, like, also, your perception like, of the world. How do you yeah. conceptualize things when you don't have language? Like, what right. does, like, what... What is the inner monologue like? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, what are you saying to yourself? What is this, like, how are you perceiving the things that are around you? Mm-hmm. You can't articulate it in a particular way? Yeah. I don't know. That's really fucking my mind. It was like when we had that whole conversation about people who don't have inner monologues. Yeah. <laughs> like, and how trippy that was for me to, like, try to wrap my mind around. And so I'm like, what is your inner monologue when you don't have language? Right. I can't imagine not having an inner monologue. I rely on it so much. Yeah. <laughs> my whole life is my inner monologue. It's why I'm the main character. <laughs> <laughs> I support that. <laughs> no, but that's wild. Yeah, no, this whole yeah, the story. And there's a movie about it. Um, LeVar Burton plays him in this movie. It's uh, 19... It's, I think it came out in like 1979. It's called Don't uh, hate the title right what yeah it's because they wrote a book about him called dummy and like then they titled the movie sure it came out in the 70s you yeah. said I think so. uh, yeah 
Okay, so yeah, uh, at this point, there was little that Myers could do to um, to help him at this point because he's given up so much information. He you know, did the gestures, he did the drawing, he had the blood everywhere, all over his clothes. And this time, they definitely were not going to let him out. So uh, he was convicted by a jury um, in 1972, and he was sentenced to 14 to 25 years in prison. Um, in both cases, he was represented. For two murders. It really, but it's the 70s, yeah. yeah. Um, but it is weird that he was black and they submitted, they, they um, convicted him. But also, it was the North, too. So, I don't know. There's just so many different ways to look at it. Um, in both cases, he was represented by Myers. So, there's no that there's no way that he could be, like, oh, ineffective counsel or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is the end of the, of the case. At uh, Myers' insistence, Lang was sentenced to a minimum security prison and largely given the run of the place. He acted as the caretaker's assistant, and he uh, they said he loved to work, and he seemed happiest and most manageable when he was kept busy. Mm. Um, and it says, though he was only ever charged with two killings, Lang is suspected of involvement with several others. Mm. Um, as so one cause that he's a serial killer. Yeah. Um, as and one cop said, I don't know anything about him specifically, but all we know is that everywhere he's been, we find a dead frog. That's literally what they said. Oh, okay, and I'm like, eh, okay, <laughs> but yeah, um, and that I feel like that theory also makes sense too because like if if they perceived him as someone who was like mentally impaired right mm-hmm. then they could like have him tag along when they commit these crimes and he could possibly i don't know i don't know i don't i want to say be the lookout but like they could make him do things and because he was mentally impaired he would probably be more aligned to like i mean uh, more inclined to like go ahead and do it right or something like that and then when he was alone he probably like imitated that same behavior or those same actions and they probably just not never looked into like where it came from. Right. So I think that theory also makes sense that like there was a group of people he was rolling with and then they had him like do stuff while they were out. That makes um, sense. Yeah. But yeah, that is the story of Donald Lang. Ooh. And yeah, he, um, Oh, I forgot to say they, um, so they overturned his case in 1975 because, because of his disabilities but they still ended up confining him in um, mental institutions. Mm. So, yeah, he died in 2008. Oh, damn. Do you know if he man. ever learned sign language? They say he never learned sign language. Mm. Yeah. They uh, they did have him in a program at one, uh, one point to stand trial. Mm-hmm. And they said he made significant progress, quote unquote. Um, but they didn't keep him in the program because they were like, oh, we're only doing this like so that he can like stand trial or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's a point of, again, rehabilitation, like, had they like went about trying to educate him and like let him know exactly like the gravity of the situation and like what he did, it probably could have you know changed his entire life. Probably could have done so much more, or whatever. But we yeah. we don't know how the justice system works. So yeah. Right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's part of me that like really feels for him, and yeah. it, there's like so many unanswered questions because he can't or didn't have the opportunity to communicate that information to anybody mm-hmm. it was like i don't know the theories that make sense like who's to say like he wasn't just a pawn in some like scheme or something like that and like violence against women and particularly sex workers is like inexcusable mm-hmm. but i just want to know more yeah same it's also I want all 
people to have access to the resources they need to be able to like access the fucking world. Like, right. there's no reason why he should have been illiterate or like not given the opportunity to learn sign language. Yeah, there's no reason why anybody should have to pay to go to school yeah. like, to learn sign language. The same way they have public school is the same way they have public school for the deaf. Yeah, public. we should all learn sign language in school. Like what? Yeah, that's real. That's very real. I took a few classes in college. It's really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And not that that's. I think everyone should learn ASL mm-hmm. or sign language, but um, it is really hard. But I think it's only hard as like. An adult, mm-hmm. yeah. because like you have to like rework how you think about how you communicate things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I agree, everyone should learn it. There's no reason why people shouldn't be able to access the world. I saw a TikTok, and there's like um, a all deaf Starbucks somewhere near the Gallaudet um, University, the deaf university. Mm. Oh, okay. yeah. So everybody that works there is deaf and has, knows ASL. Oh, that's Which so I think cool. is awesome, but that should be the case for, like, everywhere. everywhere yeah. 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 Awesome. I have also heard horror stories about deaf people getting, like, harassed in drive throughs like, fast mm-hmm. food drive throughs and stuff, because they can't speak to the microphone or whatever. Yeah, people are fucking assholes. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> like, it's sad. I think we all, we all thought the same thing at the same time. I was like, yo, that's so sad. It, it is. is. It's sad. I don't normally come away feeling so, like, torn when it comes to a murder yeah but both of them the one that you talked about for current and crime and this one yeah i definitely have mixed feelings about both of them yeah, yeah. Uh, that's interesting i never heard that one before i'm gonna watch this movie yes me oh, too yes, thanks kitty for bringing it up yes yeah, that's awesome. that's a, we love y'all's suggestions because it's usually things that we've never heard of and yes. i'm sure a lot of other people haven't either yeah exactly all right up next should this be a crime? <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. We are back for Should This Be a Crime? Mm-hmm. I and forgot. What I, we, talking? we were talking about the baby and oh. Danny Lee, but I'm yes, trying to figure out. Should be a crime. The baby. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It shouldn't be a crime to be Danny Lee too. Like I don't know. I don't yes, know. But both of them. So the baby. I so I kept up loosely with the story because I love Miss, and I don't know. I also love light karma. I definitely don't want like a woman to get like too much comeuppance, but I need you to know that like that bird shit you be on that shit's not fucking cool. Like I don't know. Anyway, so a little background. So back when I don't know if y'all remember when the baby came out with that song like Bop. Yes. Um, so she, Danny Lee did the choreography. Right. And she, I think she was, if I'm not mistaken, she was in a video or like. She but, was in a Chris Brown video. Yes. Maybe that's the video you're talking about. Which is like, girl, what? Like that's, that's start four right there. Before you, did you um, know that she kind of like got her start because of Prince? Yeah. I was like, huh? She, if you get your cosign from Prince, bitch, you're the shit because Prince right. hates everybody. <laughs> Prince doesn't like everybody. Prince hated Michael Jackson. Like, he was just like, his music's oh, terrible. I love that picture. <laughs> they look like they about to fight. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Okay, so, anyway. me personally, I just feel like, bitch, you're light-skinned or, or you're not black. So, and then you get your start with Prince. Like, you the shit. Like, you're way above the level of the baby. Like, that... His face looked like the troll face, the little troll. Um, people were obsessed with this man. Yeah, they're not. They, they thought he so was much. the finest little 5'4 thing <laughs> ever. 
little miniature man. I'm five feet, so I can't talk no more. But yeah, no. Um, so yeah, so she was. So that's the background of like how they met. They had like a working relationship. Blah blah blah. Um, but his baby mama is named Mimi. I'm not sure how many kids they got together, but I'm just gonna take a stab in the dark and say like three. Okay. That sounds right. Yeah, that's how it is. You know, it's they if you on your future shit, you know, you on your fucking, you know, Bob Marley shit, you at least got three kids. So either I'm right or I'm close. <laughs> Period. So <laughs> So they have kids together. Mind you, she's dark skinned. She's super pretty. Yeah. Um, which is like I think that any average person, especially when you know how niggas move, like anybody got a baby mama and they got more than one kid. Really if they got one, but if they got more than one kid you know they're going to be back and forth fucking with each other. Like, it's obvious. Yeah. But they were still kind of like, there was like rumors spreading and they was like talking. Da, 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 da. And, um, the him and Danny Lee. Yeah, the him and okay. Danny Lee was talking. And then I think Mimi like addressed it publicly mm-hmm. on social media or whatever. Um, so then fast forward to February this year. I don't know if y'all remember, but like she posted a picture. Like she, she denied it for a while and it was like, oh, uh, just trying to like skirt around the issue that they was like quarantined together and shit. Like mm-hmm. it was just all kind of shit. So then, Daily and Daily and the baby. Okay, mind you, this man got a whole baby mama and you quarantined with him. Like girl, no. Like no. okay, but anyway. I think <laughs> I, um. Yeah. So to this February when she posted that picture, it was like her standing behind him, mm. and it was like a huge deal, and it was like official that they was together and all this stuff like that, and um. Yeah, so right after that, they broke up. Like, not even uh, two, three weeks They broke uh, after that, they broke up. Now, oh, I missed a part. So <laughs> she came out with a song called Yellow Bone. And I think the, the, the whole, like, premise of the song is, like, he want a yellow bone. That's his preference. That's what he want. Da, 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 da. Uh, I was going to play a clip and then see what you <laughs> Can you be a yellow bone, quote unquote, if you're not black? No. No, it's like how you can't be a stud if you're not black. Like, I need people to stop. Like, you know, <laughs> what? Yes. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Play I think song. we should definitely do, like, a little mini episode about, you know, like, it being a crime to use certain things to describe non-black people because... <laughs> yeah, the whole trying it. A, a white red bone? Uh, a white stud but <laughs> no <laughs> like your bones you're, you're white no ain't no bone that's you white but <laughs> your anyway. bones aren't any color <laughs> <laughs> your bones are white period like okay hold on let me see if I can find it <laughs> Danny Lee and yellow bone what is she Latinx yeah so she's Dominican which is like also uh, it, yeah so it's like both of her parents they don't look black at all mm-hmm. so it would be one thing if it was like Oh, your parents kind of look black. Or, yeah, you you even came out and said, like, I have a mixed heritage. Like, right. there's probably some traits that, like, passed down to me, you know, because of my Dominican heritage. Blah, blah, blah. So, I am not black, but I have black ancestry. That's why I have these features. I don't know. If it was my like, thing is, just like Paul Mooney said, don't nobody want to be a nigga. Until <laughs> it's time to be a nigga. But. Like... Right. You can have heritage all day long, but would you claim black when... No. No, exactly. yeah, no. It's no. usually not, yeah. It's usually not. And I never I never thought I would see the day when being black would be, like, the thing to do. Like, usually people trying to claim they're <laughs> not, not the black. thing to do. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm Afro something. Like, whatever. The f- like, no, girl. All of a sudden, people want to be Afro blank. Yeah. What? Why Bye. do you want to be a nigga? You can. Bye. Meanwhile, in seventh grade, we was telling these Dominican kids they was black, and it was like, no, no, <laughs> right? I'm not black. I am not black. Like, why are you saying it like that? First of all, I'm not black. I'm Dominican. Right. 
It's like, okay, but... Hmm. So I found, I found the song. Okay. Um, we could just play like a little snippet because I think she deleted it. <laughs> so this is like a YouTube snippet video or whatever. Anyway. Who is Coyle Ray's dad? Um, the big Somebody ass nigga. Yeah, he's his like he. All I know is he looked like a um. He looked like the little thing off of Mario Kart. You know what I mean? Like when you when you in Bowser's castle and then like, Ugh, like you know what I mean? Like that's how you look. Okay, I'm looking Benzino, at Benzino. Benzino. Okay, that's yes, right. yes, yes, yes. Uh, oh, that's <laughs> literally. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my God. Okay. That's the best I can do at the moment. <laughs> my hair hurts. We're not even talking about Coyle Ray. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> we went back to Disney. So, uh, okay. so recently, um, after that whole fiasco of them being together, not being together, they breaking up, you know, she, a yellow bone is what he wants. She announced that she was pregnant. Um, I guess they thought that everybody didn't know who the baby daddy was because it's like, girl, who was you with when you got pregnant? Everybody already knew who you were fucking with. Like, don't we know how to do math around here? Like, I don't. So, um, so they recently just had their kid. I think like maybe not even like three months ago. And yeah, I I thought the baby was newer than that actually because I just I mean because they never really announced it. I think that because of. The, what went down between her and the baby it was kind of like a hush hush kind of thing mm-hmm. they never really was like oh Denley gave birth it was just like okay whatever <laughs> um so he went on live a couple days ago and he was um I didn't see the so I wasn't on his live but I did watch like all the snippets and stuff like that that popped up on social media and basically she was in the back trying to like feed the baby or whatever and then he was like basically saying like this bitch cuckoo for cocoa puffs. This bitch cuckoo for cocoa puffs. She was like, whatever, nigga, whatever. You know, like doing all the extra shit. She did not say nigga. Yeah, I swear to God. Yes, she did. Crime. <laughs> First crime. Citation. <laughs> like, no, for real. Um, so, yeah. So, then he proceeds to, like, keep egging it on. I guess it was, like, a continuation of an argument that they were already having on live or whatever or something that was already going on because he was like, yeah, that's my side bitch. She always been my side bitch. Like, you already knew what it was and all this extra shit. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, this is the side bitch right here. You was never my girl, like, going in. Like, mind you, she tried to feed the baby. And, I mean, right. like, Which one? the actual baby. <laughs> Imagine the confusion of that. <laughs> Somebody get the 
baby. Right. Which one? Which one? <laughs> yeah, they walk it. So she's like walking away from him. And he follows her. And he's like, yeah, you know you decide, bitch. You know that, whatever. And then that's when she goes off. Like, you a bitch-ass nigga. Like, you, you a punk-ass nigga. Da, da, da. And the she whole time. bro. Yeah. And I'm just like. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's fucked up that he's doing that. I definitely don't excuse, like, misogyny in no types of cases. But, girl, you are not black. <laughs> like, when you get into an argument with your nigga, you got to be a nigga. Like, to say some shit like that. Like, you can't be not black. That'd be the first thing that white people or non-black people go to. Yeah, that's like their the, black partner. Right. For instant racism. Yeah. As soon as they mad. Yeah. Like, hit the, hit the right. word card. <laughs> that's why you a nigga which is like okay which it doesn't make sense because it's like you're obviously coming from a non-black standpoint when you're saying that so why are you calling yourself a yellow bone and if are you now claiming that you're black like i don't understand like you already posted the parents i'm fine i ain't gotta post my parents you know a nigga like you know i'm a nigga when you see me these curls way too tight i gotta put on lotion when no, i get outside. I gotta post my parents i know like you know it's just way too many things that qualify me you know what i mean like so i don't know what that feels like but i would imagine that if my parents were floating around the internet i would make sure that i stay in my non-black business and that includes not saying nigga but she was definitely saying that shit and yeah so now she getting ate the fuck up on Twitter um, and every other social. I mean, of course, everybody going in on the baby saying, like, you you a bitch. Like, you shouldn't have did that to your baby mama or whatever. But it's mostly going in on her, too. Like, girl, you're not black. Like, why the fuck do we hear you saying that in the background? We don't need some explanations. Yeah. Hot ass mess. All right. First of all, I, I can't keep these little boys apart. Which one should I make? Uh, that was Tory Lanez. But then the baby was like homies with them, and there was a thing where he came out on stage. Yes, okay. and then Tor- that. Was- but the baby was cool with Megan because remember they made those songs together when they mm-hmm. first. They both got big at the same time, mm-hmm. so they were like friends. And then he started acting brand new, and he was on Tory's side of the whole thing. See, that was your first mistake. Why are you fucking with a nigga that would do his homegirl like that? Right, right. Like in the first place. Right. Also, I don't know. Shit, I can't talk. <laughs> niggas, niggas don't show up for people though like I feel like that's different we, we all fuck up of course but like niggas don't don't show up for people like if you were to like I don't know shoot your if you if I found out you shot your friend in the foot and you was like laughing about it obviously I'm not finna I'm not finna chill with you at the party like I'm not, this bitch might shoot me in the feet like, <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I feel like niggas just don't have that. Like they yeah. just be like, no, they don't. What it is? That ain't my business. That I'm a, I ain't. I ain't finna get into all that rap beef. That's not rap beef. Your your friend shot his fucking homegirl. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, know. that's why. <clears throat> and brought him out on stage. If you really cared about your friend, you wouldn't have brought him out on stage at the same festival where Megan was at because now he violated his what probation or whatever right and not a nigga gotta go to court <laughs> and so that's the man that she chose to have a baby with yes that is yes mm. and i just i feel bad for the baby that the, the infant to clarify the <laughs> yeah. child yes well, yes that's it i feel so <laughs> bad for that child that's the only person in the situation who gets my sympathy yes obviously 
Because that's so embarrassing, like, looking back at, like, footage when you was little and this is what your parents was doing. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> this is a home video. <laughs> right. That's sad. Right. right. So. We used to have home videos of, like, our parents being young and like, doing corny dances. to like each other. Right. right. But, yeah, that's, um, so we, okay, so we said it, it is a crime for her to be saying nigga. Yeah. It's a crime. I think it's a crime for him to, like, be exposing her on social Didn't media. Didn't he kick her out? Crime or something or he said he was gonna kick her out oh yeah he said something about like you need to get your shit and go and stuff yeah like that. which was wild for me because i saw this tiktok and i was like me um this woman was like oh you want me to get out okay cute um so i'm gonna leave you with the birds these lotion and then um I'm, I'm gonna take this shampoo because that's for me and he was like but i'll see you packing none of your baby stuff and she was like, you kicking me out. You didn't say you was kicking the baby out. <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna go. Like and that's me because I'm just like you okay yeah. yeah so you gonna take care of this fucking kid like that's exactly you're not gonna kick me out and i'm gonna have to find somewhere to go and i got a child with me yeah. oh, no. a literal baby hanging off my titty like you know <laughs> damn it's, it's yeah yeah it's a crime to be the baby it's a crime to be danny lee it's a crime for everything they did this year yeah. probably last year too i don't know what they were up to but it was probably criminal <laughs> so, yes <laughs> i just I don't understand how, like, the baby, the rapper, how he, I mean, he blew up What's really big. Because I'm going to stop calling him that. I can't do it anymore. Watch him really be baby. Um, but he blew up quick. I mean, as far as, like, outside looking in, I don't know how long he was working before. Mm-hmm. And people actually liked him because he made, like, fun raps. He had a big, bright smile. And mm-hmm. he was friends with Megan, and everybody likes her. How do you go from that to like continuously putting yourself into a hole right Right. like you you working against your own fucking like you just barely made it out of a big ass scandal Mm -hmm. that you did yourself right talking too damn much yeah barely made it out of that and now you're gonna get on live and uh verbally abuse your baby mama right like why what is the point and you holding the camera it's not like somebody else from around the (laughs) corner got you on live you want everybody to see this exactly why men know that there won't be any long-term consequences like what he learned from that situation with megan tory was that there won't be any long-term consequences right. for him. there were none for chris brown <clears throat> there haven't been any for drake like mm-hmm. they will continue to get away with these things right and honestly be boosted like i'm sure niggas was on that live like yeah tell that light skin hold to get her shit and get the fuck out like, yeah probably I'm sure yeah that's exactly what it looked like i'm sure yeah. they were laughing hyping it up like yeah i did the same thing to my baby mom's day before yesterday like <laughs> all right uh, i hate it what's his name jonathan lindell kirk and oh i think i did know that to him going his forward. name is john i did kirk. think i did know his jonathan. name was jonathan interesting well it's all criminal it's yeah. I was gonna say it's all a crime. We only root for the infant, <laughs> whatever the infant's name is. <laughs> well, let's see if I can find the name of the baby. They probably didn't know yet. I don't think they've like shown the child yet. Oh yeah, they haven't. Which is fine. I'm I'm all for that. Keep your kid away from uh, the media. Yeah, because like it'll be easier to dissociate when they get older. They be like, that's that's not my parents. Mm-hmm. They be like, you got that fucking crimson chin just like your daddy. <laughs> you, that's your father. No, mm-mm. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-mm. They never claim me. You don't see no pictures online, do you? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Stay in your lane. Oh yeah. my gosh. So we've determined that it's all a crime. It all is. Yep. Oof. 
Okay, well, um, what we got. If you want to donate and help us keep our podcast accessible, um, our cash app is in the description. It takes about $15 to do transcripts for each episode. So um, any amount will help. We're very appreciative. Um, We're on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Ionakilla Podcast. And then we're on Twitter at Ionakilla Pod. And Carter created a Facebook group. I think I forgot to mention that last episode. Oh, yeah. Join the Facebook group. Yes. We're in Tumbleweed right now. I know. It's like, it's light in there. But yeah, especially over this break, we're going to be bored and need to share some uh, true crime stuff. So, yes, yes. Yeah, and you can also find us on Spotify. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else where you can find music and podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I think I, I can't name every platform. I can't remember any other podcasts. But if, if it's a podcast platform, we're going to be there. Yeah, definitely. And leave us a review, please. Yes. We look forward to those. Yeah, so we can pop up in the Discovers, up in the, in the Browse page. <laughs> right. Big dogs. Right. All right, I think that's it. Bye. See y'all next week. Bye, y'all.